possibly get back up again. Where's Felix? Stop with Linda and if you can. Oh. Where is he? Come out, Michael. Where is she? What the fuck is wrong with you? You fucking animal, you piece of shit, little tiny dick Jason! Say hi to mommy! In hell! It's your turn to scream, asshole! Careful now. Welcome to Definitely First Blood. We are a horror movie podcast. We talk about horror movies of the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s, and sometimes today. And we are way behind on our episodes. My bad. I had time off for the holidays and wanted to use it selfishly. It's all good, man. How were your holidays? (laughs) Well, I'm so glad you asked. No, they were good. It was good. It was a good holiday. It was. It was a really good holiday. And now we are speaking to you from the future. Well, no, we're twenty twenty in the future. Yeah, but the future well, no, twenty twenty. All them sci-fi movies take place in like twenty twenty or whatever. Oh, so as you're just yeah. The time period in general is the future. All those Barbara Walters investigations took place in twenty twenty. <laughs> uh. My amazing comedy stylings. I'm here all week, folks. (laughs) Same jokes. So what are we doing today, bud? Uh, We are doing another one of our classic... Bracket things. Bracket head-to-head round-robin extravaganza. The last one standing standings. (laughs) You didn't tell me that one. It's written right here at the top of our board. Well, you know I can't read. (laughs) Just like what's her face in that movie, <laughs> casually. She did not make it on the list. No, she did not. So, should we talk about what our criteria was for defining what one of these people is? Because I think we are honestly pretty loose with it. Yes, <laughs> I don't know that we actually had many guidelines. Well, some of them were neither the final sole survivor nor strictly speaking women. Yes, like we decided not even to include like jay from it follows on here because like really no one really died in that movie yeah 
Hey, oh, no, spoiler we're alert. talking Sorry. about. Jeez, no, we're talking about. Um, we, I think we had over 50 names, close to 50 names yes. that we wrote down. And then before the podcast off air, we decided on whittled them down the final 16 we were gonna do like a role for it yeah. but i guess when you're talking about something prestige like this you know <laughs> what i mean you have to sort of decide who's who the only thing that's really random was the like uh, pairing offs yeah um we selected based on which movies i remembered the best <laughs> well that's how you picked yours yeah I guess. that's how i picked mine uh i chose ones that i thought were worthy of the title well, I chose some of those. Of two. the supreme last one standing. <laughs> the supreme ultimate <laughs> last one standing. Amongst, so we have 16 finalists yes. here. Amongst those who didn't make the cut. So many. Were Gail and Dewey from Screams 3 and 4. Karen and Allison from Halloween 2018. Aaron from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Jesse from Wrong Turn. Lori from Freddy vs. Jason. Jody from Cherry Falls. Clear from Final Destination and Final Destination 2. Still can't believe that. Yannicka from Fritt Viltz and Fritt Viltz 2. Cassidy and Ellie from Sorority Row. Ben from Wolf Creek. Samantha from House of the Devil. Carly and Nick from House of Wax. Mandy Lane. We were unsure if she yeah. even counted. Eddie <laughs> from Hellbent. She's a self-starter. <laughs> Karen from The Grudge. Max from The Final Girls. Rooney Mara's Nancy from the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Rocky from Don't Breathe. Maddie from Hush. So many. Danny from Midsummer. I've been I'm like forcing Chris to read it with my hands for Mitch he to take is over some closest of these. to the screen, and I cannot read as we've established. Danny from Midsummer. Uh, Harper, Harper from, from Haunt. Uh, Annie, Anna, and Luke from The Guest. Tree from Happy Another Death Day. One and two. Stupid. Angela name. from P2. The he- Heather, Heather from, from the, the Woods. woods. Lori, Lori from, from the Rob, Rob Zombies. The Halloweens. Bug from My Soul to Take. Mandy from Animal. Sarah from The Descent. Sarah made it on our oh, list, so I just forgot to remove her from this one. That's fine. She uh, Rachel from The Ring. Marty from Cabin in the Woods. And others who I'm sure I didn't mention. Yeah. Uh, but I, and I'm sure if I didn't mention them, most people will not care that they were not on the list. But if I miss someone really glaring, I'm going to be really cheesed off about it hey, but man. i tried to be very thorough it happened i just didn't do like super low budge ones yeah i don't blame you because there's just so many of those that come so out. many but what we do have here is a group of 16 real uh athletes in the field go get credits to the fields rising stars i think we'll keep them a surprise but i mean the whole studio is buzzing yes we've got a kitten and two dogs eagerly awaiting this uh, exciting, exciting event. Literally licking their chops, as I'm sure you can hear on camera. <laughs> so can we, should we, will we, yes, get into the first pairing of the last one standing standings. You're damn right. And we've got Sarah from The Descent going yeah. up against Amber from Green Room. That's right. Sarah's on both lists. Who cares? <laughs> Yeah, we should have done a spoiler alert at the end there. Spoiler alert. So, we've got uh, two interesting characters here. Neither necessarily good? Like, Um, altruistic? Yeah. I mean, Sarah, we have a uh, a widow who was in the car with her husband when he died and also killed her daughter. And her husband was cheating on her. And... The woman he was cheating on her with 
tricks her into going to an uncharted cave so no one knows that they're down there. Terrible situation for her to be in. This woman is awful. (laughs) And depending on which version you watch. Three different ones. Uh... She either makes it out or she doesn't make it out. Mm-hmm. Juno is definitely in the sequel. So maybe we should have had Juno first. Oh, was she really in the sequel? Yeah, man. They find her in the cave. She's and like, the next group of people going into the oh, cave. Oh, I had a bad time. Thank <laughs> heavens you're here. Well, I guess Sarah is altruistic because she doesn't, I don't remember her necessarily killing a lot of the crawly guys, Until she but she did kill her friends. Uh, she... Out of, like, mercy. Yeah, Sarah killed one of her friends. As you said, out of mercy, though. Juno, I think, fucks some other ones up real bad and then lies about it. Oh, oh, and she fucks Juno up. I guess that's to her credit. Like, she gets Juno with the pickaxe, which is why Juno ends up still down there at all. (laughs) After she finds Uh, out Juno is the one having an affair with her husband. And lying about it. To her face. And screwing the other friends over yeah getting them into the situation so i guess it's good juno wasn't on our list here yes i agree she's kind of a villain actually okay uh so that is sarah i feel like they're really disgusting yeah so she like her way of getting out of the situation was pickaxing pickaxing juno in the leg and then leaving her as food Mm -hmm. and then booking it out of there you just have to be faster than the slowest person and we're going by the version in which she escapes yeah but in both it's happens similarly except the one she's not actually out yeah she's just hallucinating exactly yeah um i I don't know i i like that it was good because it's like a metaphor for her grief or whatever she's going in this big cave oh this cave sucks and then she uh kills her former friend to get out of it just like in real life Hmm. yeah then we have Amber, who's a victim of circumstance? Uh, yes. She is a skinhead. Is she a Nazi? Yes, but it's implied that it's not really something she believes in, yes. but she likes the security of it, presumably because something terrible happened to her yeah, when she was presumably. a child. Uh, and she is sort of thrown into it by what happenstance her friend gets killed. Really, her friend is the issue the whole time because yeah. she and the good skinhead are trying to run away together, right? That's true. And the band just gets sort of caught in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I liked it because she was out for herself the entire time, even yes. when she had like quasi allies in the band. She was like, okay, I'll do it, but fuck off she definitely has <laughs> one of the like um biggest things that gave me like a heebie-jeebies in any of the movies that we talk about today okay where she slits a guy's belly open oh yeah just to see if he's like be like he's Ooh. pretty sure he's dead oh and his guts spill everywhere <laughs> she had to be sure though i don't know man that's so i forgot she did that hiding in the couch uh amazing and she didn't she like no, she didn't push the guy down there. They go down there after him. She comes yeah. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she she's taunting him. them. Oh, so great. It was very good. She fucking teams up with, what's his name? The guy who died. 
Exactly. Yeah. And Anton Yelchin's Anton character. Anton Yelchin. And truly can't remember his character's name in uh, the movie for some reason. Uh, he's Anton Yelchin for now on. <laughs> uh, but like teamed up with him while still being her own person. I definitely have a clear favorite between these two. I think I, I think do too. I want Amber. Me, me too. personally. I think we just made the case for her in much less of a time than it was taking us to like talk about the positives of sarah yeah i feel like sarah was had to be championed by circumstance but amber made lemons into lemonade it was good and she was tough she was so tough they get really fucked up by those nazis and she's like still standing walking at the end yeah she brings anton yelchin to kill patrick stewart yeah and she saw her like best friend get murdered yeah she's seen a lot of shit she was still like I mean, that doesn't This is happen. probably her way out, though, 100%. Yeah. Like, that, at well, this yeah, because no one else is left. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, and I she guess can back him up on everything. It's sad that she, like, has to develop that sort of, like, fuck you to everything. Because, like you said, nobody gets in these situations in a good way. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, very powerful character without necessarily having a Definitely. lot of uh, time in the script. Talking huh. words in the script. Okay. Well, I'm good. I feel very confident with that decision between Me those two. Me too. These are always like, it feels so easy, some of them. But then once we get to, I know there's definitely going to be a couple once we start narrowing things down mm-hmm. where I'm going to be like, oh no, oh no, and have a little bit of a crisis. But that's cool. Yeah, man. So our next bracket is an interesting one. Mm-hmm. We have Dana from Cabin in the Woods. Um, Good contender. Yes. And she is going up against one of Mitch's choices. So <laughs> I'm curious to hear his reasoning. Uh, and that's Clay and Whitney from Friday the 13th, 2009. I guess I really like that movie. So that's why yes. I chose I also it enjoy that movie, which for... I know is a pretty hot take. Michael Bay should make more horror <laughs> movies. Whoa. Because this... I mean, first of all, we saw Seven Underground or whatever it's called. Six Underground? Six Underground? Hot trash. While at the same time being like an action spectacle and like goofily violent. (laughs) Like extreme violence in the goofiest ways possible. Yeah. Um, But uh, anyways, what I liked about this, uh, what I liked about them is it's a family affair their brother and sister, he is going to look for her because nobody else will. True. And against odds. I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before. I feel like I probably have because this is one of my go-to stories. Mm-hmm. And it was, I remember like when I was reading about the production of mm-hmm. the movie, like as it was happening, as soon as I found out it was a brother and sister character, I immediately was like, both of them are living. Like those are, <laughs> those are the final two. And I'm personally a little cheesed off in that movie at Whitney specifically in that I felt like Jenna was a much better uh, Mm. last girl standing. Whereas Whitney was only kept alive because she looked like the mother kind of. Yeah. It's something that I don't buy. Me neither. And (laughs) but but she also must have had to survive by her wits. True. With a killer. So they kill Jason by, well, they don't really kill him, I guess. We'll they, never know unless they, they make a sequel. They kiss him to death with kindness. Because <laughs> he does jump up out of the water, but it's with the, the chains and the wood chipper. It's like their final confrontation. That's a good one. So that's interesting. Although pretty 
severe way of like killing one of those spectral killers like yes. that. Like you can't really do that. It's not fair. <laughs> it has to be like we we tied a piano onto it, him. I mean, it's and not he's still falling. The worst in the Friday the Thirteenth franchise. And if you think it is, you've got to examine. Jason goes to hell a oh, little no, more closely. No. Not that it's the worst, just that it's like we've destroyed him very thoroughly. And then yeah. it makes it so much work for them to bring him back. True. I guess they really doesn't because they're <laughs> just like he comes out of the ground for no reason. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Or whatever. Um, so that was the first one. And Dana from Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Now she's a little see, I think she's even just without talking about it, I know she's gonna be my choice between these two. Okay. Um I think she is up against way more than they are in terms of like the fate of the whole world rests upon her as she learns doesn't immediately go insane at finding this out yeah she but she just up. throws it all away she has to why the fuck not i don't know she dies in the end anyways exactly right? so what does she care Mm-hmm. If she sets a whole world on fire, I think I would have rather have killed my friend uh, and lived <laughs> than killed my parents. But how does she know that they were telling the so truth? Guilty. Weaver. I would imagine it's because of all of the other crazy shit she's seen. <laughs> I guess in terms of her like turns as a badass, yeah, it mostly was like her releasing things that's very true or like yeah because the other guy marty as you discovered yeah. his name he's the one who figures out there's way more how deep exactly. does this go marty should have been on the list marty should have been on the list and it's kind of funny because he was portrayed as the fool but he unlocked the whole shebang <laughs> when you think about it yo if you want if you're feeling marty more we can always pull data out of this replace her with marty we can add them together because by their powers combined, they were I able to take down... See, that's a little different for me than Clay and Whitney, I guess. Because yeah. I feel like their partnership was just different. Well, it's blood partnership. Yeah. Whereas this is more like, we're friends, and this has happened to all of our other friends. Exactly. And fuck you. Hmm. Actually, it reminded me a lot of Stephen King's latest book which is the Institute where they kidnap psychic kids and force them to do battle basically, Hmm. which is sort of like this. Oh yeah. You were telling me about that. Yeah. Or that book. Very weird book. Oh, well it won. Don't spoil it. Goodreads uh, horror of the year somehow, I guess, because everyone's read it. But anyways, um, it wasn't bad. Uh, Off track. Certainly. I guess Dana was also handpicked to be like the final girl. America's potentially her potential final girl. Yeah. Well, she was also sort of molded in that image. Right? Yeah, very true. It was. I think in the situations in this universe, it's like they find a group of people who can be molded into you. Yeah, very true. A specific group of friends. Unless you're looking at it like they were pre-selected years in advance and were always guided uh, to being I don't know, friends I like, and together. I don't know. That would be so much work. Because can you imagine if it didn't turn out? Back to the drawing board, boys. we got to find another set of tweens to get together. I mean, in America, there's endless. That's true. <laughs> they Simon probably have Cowell a bunch probably teams them up all the time. And yeah, I don't know. I don't think my opinion is going to change. I think it should be Dana from Cabin 
going forth instead of Clay and Whitney. Sounds great to me. Okay. I'm writing it down on the board. It's only four letters, so this one is better than uh, five letters, which... Marginally. Is Amber's name. But can I say, not as good as three. And it's no two. Wow. (laughs) I've never thought of it that way before. Well, there you go. (laughs) Our next matchup... Two more traditional um, modern last people standing. Mm-hmm. We've got Taylor from Behind the Mask and Mary Beth from the Hatchet series, one through four. One through four. See, that's an interesting thing. And that's why I think it's going to be hard for Taylor to beat her. Because in terms of being able to be in four different movies... In a modern slasher series, I think it's pretty good. That's a Sydney Prescott level. It is. On par with. Yes. Wow. Played by Tamara Feldman in the first movie, and then uh, genre icon Danielle Harris for the remaining three. Ooh. I hope the she... fourth one, she's only like in a, a mid credit scene. So it's like a, oh. a really... Because you think she dies in the third one, but then... In the credits for the fourth one, she's watching the TV report about the murders that we uh, all just saw. And she grabs her shotgun and she's like, mm, It's time for I've me been to waiting. go back into the yeah. field. Been waiting for this. Yeah. Bat signal of these murders. Okay, so she's been living under an assumed identity after. Okay. I don't think so. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, no, no. Um, and then Taylor from Behind, Behind the, the mask. mask. Now, that's an interesting one because, much like Dana, Similar sort of thing. She was picked beforehand. Hand-picked. To be Leslie Vernon's final girl. And she thought she was just making a documentary about it. But as it turns (laughs) out, she was making a documentary about it. A very different documentary. She does accept the call, though, when she realizes, finally. That's true. That this is what's been going on. I guess she's gone through the hero's journey. Final confrontation-wise, she does squeeze his head in an apple press, which is pretty gnarly. Pretty insane kill. <laughs> like, but it's one of those ones where you know they're like, they're always wacky in these movies. we got to out-wacky them. And oddly, I can't remember any of Mary Beth's... Fi- I remember in the first one, you think uh, the guy's dead, mm-hmm. but then he pulls her up. From the boat he's not dead he's he's and alive, that's where actually. it ends i cannot remember our, the final confrontation in part two with her at all he and i only know this because i read the wikipedia but i remember the third sh- shoots him repeatedly in the head i believe it's pretty good yeah after bludgeoning his head in with an axe <laughs> and having to do that multiple times i think takes some fucking balls man. it's like this shit again <laughs> ugh but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because um, I do feel like Taylor is a good one in terms of like last one standing. But I feel like it would, like like I said, the stuff with Mary Beth mm-hmm. in that she has been in so many movies, I think has to be mentioned for sure. She's also unchosen. I feel like it's sort of unfair that he gets to choose who he goes up against. Did we even say it at the beginning that this is from the year 2000 to 2019? Is it? All of these? Yeah, like all of the ones we chose oh. were within 20 years, like the last 20 years. That's unusual for us, I would say. Yeah. But I kind of like it because it's 
it sets us apart from well, it's other it was similar brackets. 2020. That makes sense. That's why it's such a variety. It's too bad we couldn't have done 20 final girls for 20. That, that, the bracket wouldn't have worked out. No. <laughs> anyway. Um, I am going to be honest with you. Okay. Even after please, reading please the do. Wikipedia synopses from multiple Hatchet movies, and yep. I know that we have watched them multiple times, I don't remember them very well, <laughs> if I'm being very honest. Yes. I, I, I mean, I, that's true. I think I've only seen the sequels a handful of times. Um, I don't super remember. I remember certain kills, but mm-hmm. I don't remember a lot of, I don't know, plot. Though yeah. I, it's less plot and more just like well, oh, gory killing, exactly. which is cool. It is what it is. Yes. It's Adam Green. Um, um, who are you feeling between these two? I think you're right. Multiple franchises. I think Mary Beth power, over Taylor. Even though I don't fully remember it. Taylor is just too. I guess the only thing that Taylor really has going for her is she's making this as part of like a doctoral thesis, right? Or something. I don't know if it's a doctoral thesis. I think it's probably like film school. So presumably she is aware of the killer canon and all of its ins and outs to be making a documentary like yes. This. So she also sort of has like an unfair advantage where whereas Mary Beth right just gets pulled off a swamp boat, I think. Well, she is, she is all about revenge, Mary Beth. Mm-hmm. Like her, he kills, he her, kills family, her right? brother and her father, and she's very like single minded in terms of she just wants revenge against Victor Crowley, which I guess fair play. Revenge is always good. Who wouldn't? <laughs> so I guess that's it between those two. Sounds good to me. And it's an interesting one next. Yes, it is. We've got Aaron from your next. Versus Grace from Ready or Not. Sort of two sides of the same coin there with Rich. Yeah, you're right. I didn't Significant think about it others that, yeah. going to locations they don't know and having to fight their way to survive. Yeah. In one, well, yeah, they have to kill family members in both exactly. instances. That's kind of funny. That is funny. There's traps. There's various hijinks. Uh, use of crazy weapons a lot of similarities between them for sure gadgets aaron mm-hmm. dating this teacher goes to the uh, his house for the holidays yeah again she's picked by him to be the witness yes to but, be like oh this is also crazy but it's because he doesn't know literally anything about her oh i thought he loved her i thought they were in love then wouldn't he know that she would like if he knew any, everything about her well, maybe I'm not saying they aren't in love. I'm just saying I don't think I thought she was keeping that like the full extent of it closely guarded. And she fully could have told him and he just wasn't listening or didn't remember because <laughs> he's so selfish and like, self-absorbed. I like that <laughs> idea the best of all. That's great. But like she told him about her childhood constantly. Mm-hmm. God, she wrote papers about it that he graded <laughs> and he just doesn't remember. <laughs> Oh, killing this deer with a spear that I improvised from wood in my general surroundings. It really reminded me of growing up. I (laughs) love Erin, and I love how tough she is. Well, she's like backed into a corner at first where she's She's just so smart. I don't know what to do. What the hell is going on? But she takes control of... Oh, that's kind of sad, eh? What? I think this is the first one that we're like, she's a smart character. Uh, let's see. I guess here. Taylor's a smart character. 
I would say yeah, Amber is smart in her own way. Right? Like True, true, true. I don't know. But Aaron is certainly uh, smart in the knowledgeable taught way where she has been taught how to survive. She's a nice person too. She fully tries her best with this family. Very difficult, challenging, and And eccentric family. Not give, like Aubrey specifically, doesn't give her anything Mm -hmm. other than just like, can you go to the house that's very much next door? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like so far. (laughs) Rude. Oh yeah, to go get like um, milk or milk sugar. Or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're right. The guy who also is dead. The collateral damage to make it look like the work of random killers. <laughs> She's resourceful. She thinks quick under pressure. Hell yeah. Or maybe it's that she doesn't have time to even think. She's just going on her programming in nature. Her instincts. Exactly. Which I love because she's she makes use of a lot of improvised tools for traps and tricks, like the camera flash. Throughout the, the whole movie, yeah, and then the movie. final confrontations are pretty good mm-hmm. as well with the family members. Blending Z's brain. Blending Z's brain. Uh, just straight up killing Crispin when he's being a dickhole. Um, also, bashes that guy's head in with a meat tenderizer. Which oh, I don't think can go so unsaid. satisfying, so so satisfying. Chris Van is so stupid <laughs> and unlucky that he got caught. <laughs> um, what about Grace? Grace is very similar. Do we learn anything about her background? No, just that it's she's sort of like rough and tumble. Like she has yeah. tattoos. This is why they're not like she's not blue blood. She's just like tough. Definitely not. And <laughs> just like uh Aaron, she has to deal with a family that's eccentric. Again, very resilient mm-hmm. and tough. When she I guess maybe we shouldn't talk with too much spoilers. I guess about it just it. came out. Yeah. Eh, spoiler alert skip ahead we're talking about it like four minutes okay bye bye uh grace so she i don't know like when she puts the uh nail through her hole in her hand to drag herself up that's pretty tough yeah and just constantly getting cut and try to get the heck out of there the car the car accident doesn't she get drugged at some point yeah like all of the worst shit. All on the eve of your wedding night. And getting betrayed. Also, like, you're next betrayed. by your guy that you're marrying. Except this time it's his whole family. Yes, but also he's the worst character. One of the worst characters in it because he, he doesn't is. even have a freaking backbone. He truly is. Grace does a lot of really good guttural screaming. Yeah. That I will say Aaron didn't really do. Like... It was, Aaron was more like contained, like, ah, yeah, ah, like when she was, she killing. bashes the mom's head in with that stupid box. A lot oh, of head yeah. bashings in these movies. Got a head bat. Well, you got to go for the head. <laughs> That's where all the vital organs. This is a tough one. I really don't know who between the two of them I would want to move forward. I mean, I would rather have dinner with Grace, but I think Aaron should win. I think Aaron should win? Yes. She had to go up against true strangers crazy but like war trained battle hardened killers uh-huh. who had like a lot of weapons versus this ragtag family that's like 
And I guess Grace gets something out of it at the end since she's the only oh, living one. Oh, <laughs> true. She does. Theoretically. She, who knows? She fucking better. They all exploded. So we're going with Aaron on this one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, that's wow. what I'm going with. Do you disagree? No, no, no. I'm yeah. good with that. So our next matchups are interesting. Yes. This one's going to be hard. Starting off the second bracket, we have Sydney versus Luke yes. from The Ritual. Sydney being Sydney Prescott. What other Sydney could there be? Now, here is something that's going to come up multiple times, I think, on this side of the bracket. Now, since we're doing 2000 to 2020, I think we can only count Scream 3 and Scream 4. I'm okay with Can't it. Can't take the 90s ones into account. Now, Scream 3 is easily the worst one in the franchise. Isn't that the one where Gail has the best hair? Her bangs. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And So the best one in the franchise. So in Scream 3, we've got Sydney. She had a rough time mm-hmm. in following Scream 2. She's like working as a phone operator Ooh. for a women's crisis line. Ah, oh, that makes sense. In this beautiful ranch in california somewhere with her dog mm-hmm. and then uh starts getting phone calls from guy using her mom's voice and it's Ooh. her director brother bastard half brother roman and has to do battle with him Grr, i'm norman she wins obviously mm-hmm. roman is his name not norman but yeah <laughs> screen three is certainly not sydney's best outing um because i feel like most of the movie is more focused on like the gail dewey dynamic yes and then in scream four we're 11 years later it's her book tour from being victorious all these years and 20 year regaining her dignity and herself after all of these traumatic Mm -hmm. events that have followed her since she was like 60 years old or she whatever. She defines them. They don't define her. And then her stupid niece is a dumb bitch who wants to Wait, kill I her be and just be- like, become her. I want to be better than you slightly. She loses all of her family because her niece dies, her aunt dies. Wow. So that really I sucks. I didn't think of it that way. But that was a great movie. Her, she has some really good lines in Scream 4, especially in the final confrontations. Clear, zip, <laughs> there there goes your brains, Emma Roberts. Nice. And that is exactly what would happen. And that's really her big confrontation. But she is very, like, resilient to that movie. I mean, you'd have to She gets to kicked be. in those scar, or her, like, big cuts Ooh. so many times by Emma Roberts. Not good. Now, compare Sydney, a woman of a storied career, fighting friends who are secretly foes, uh, with Luke from The Ritual. He is a down on his luck. <laughs> Very down on yeah. his luck. Uh, he doesn't know where he's going in life. He's not married or anything. Uh, he doesn't have like a great job. And... He has to see his best friend be murdered when he freezes in the store while it's being robbed. But yeah. Luke gets away. 
Exactly. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> uh, and then they get trapped in the Swedish countryside, being stalked by an evil older than time. A real hero's journey. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, I really like the way that they, or Luke's thoughts were sort of manifested and fears really manifested in the forest while he was running in the way that he basically decimated an entire cult single-handedly again very resilient he is very good at like thinking very quickly Mm -hmm. for self-preservation i guess but really you can't fault someone for that he they do their best to try to (laughs) save their friends and eventually he comes around like the friend who gets injured yeah he eventually comes around to being like we've reconciled like i want to get you out of here i want to survive with you even though what happens happens and in terms of like the violence he inflicts and his Mm -hmm. uh final confrontations uh he's willing to hurt himself really badly to get out and he burns up all of the like immortal beings in the attic and stuff i can't remember does Does he he, like kick any butt like does he kill anyone else i feel like he beats up a lot of old people well that's cool yeah in order to escape And he outsmarts like an ancient pagan god, which is pretty cool. That said, I think I know who I would be voting for. Who do you think? Probably Sydney. Probably Sydney. I know. It's like a (laughs) legacy thing where it's like, I feel it would be wrong for her not to move forth. Yes. But I don't know. I could see other people situationally overtaking her if they were like badass enough yeah but not luke unfortunately who knows and the thing about that is you're luke you have a broken thumb you have just killed all of these cultists and escaped this thing in the woods you still have to fucking run for like two (laughs) whole days to get back to civilization and your fucking thumb is broken that sucks yes that does suck whereas (laughs) sydney at least was in beautiful California. That's true. With miles, great healthcare. I'm miles sure. of scenic beauty. Endless amounts of money. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially after our book tour. Our next matchup is Doug and in parentheses Beast making his second appearance on our brackets. Ah. From yes. the Hills Have Eyes remake versus Abby and Lou from Black Rock. Ooh, this is a double Double trouble. We've got two teams versus each other. We've got Doug. Again, fish Mm -hmm. out of water with his wife's family going on (laughs) cross-country trip through the deserts of California. Fish out of water, fish into RV. With with his fresh baby. Brand new baby. This seems like a really bad idea. Has to deal with his asshole (laughs) father-in-law. Yeah. And his precocious uh, brother-in-law. Yeah. And he's got to take care of this baby. And then nothing good happens to him. Only bad things. Only bad things. That get worse and worse and worse. Wife gets murdered. Baby gets Baby kidnapped. gets stolen. Other compatriots get murdered. He loses digits. Yeah, he, he does. He really fucks them up, though. Like, it is a very intense, like, scene. Yes. And just arch in general i guess like climax well between movie. the two of them like beast really who won our dog bracket do you remember it was princess um, from crocodile that makes sense she is a boss ass bitch she was a, a real black horse she really was 
I think was it Beast that she beat out? I, I can't remember who was have... in the final two. I think it might have been Beast. But Beast, an amazing guy. Uh, in like he works, they work really well together as a team. They do. And Beast, is... they take out this whole mutant family pretty much, and they get the yeah. baby back, survive, how go they... back to the other two. How do they leave the desert? They don't. Well, you don't know. It like ends with the three remaining people hugging, and then it like zooms out, and you see that someone's like watching them. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that really sucks. Because <laughs> you're, you're still in the middle of fucking desert. I can't remember if they ever reconcile that in the sequel. Like, if they say they died or not. Hmm. But I guess you could assume they presume they they live. We'll have to look that up. <laughs> yeah, again, just like Luke, you have to walk through the fucking yeah, desert. It sucks. Limited water. Your RVs don't work. You only have one dog. You're seriously injured? Yeah, you're missing fingers. And you have a baby. What more could go wrong? The infection doesn't get you. So, Abby and Lou from BlackRock. Now, I feel like this is one that people probably won't be super familiar with. This was, we mentioned it on a previous episode, having watched it and enjoyed it. It is a movie from 2012, so. Yes. It's a little older. I would say, if you have not watched it, again, skip ahead three or four or five minutes because it is, in my opinion, well worth the watch and extremely enjoyable. It was very enjoyable and good. Sort of like um, Jennifer Hills-ish. Yeah, it was weird that it was written by Mark Duplass. Well, it was written by him and his wife, who is the director and the star. Okay, well, that makes sense then. Yeah, the one who played Abby, I think. Okay, I quickly skimmed the Wikipedia, so... Yeah, Kate Hasselton. <laughs> nice. Well, she did a great job. Also has to go through a lot of hardship, like yeah, like Doug. They have to make it through the night, like fight... What's it called? Hypothermia? Uh, yeah, hypothermia. They uh, have to huddle together naked in a shack, basically yeah. holding each other for warmth. Well, they go up against uh, PTSD-inflicted Navy SEALs. Yeah, and Abby gets sexually assaulted, right? Yes. And Which then... starts the whole thing. Well, she almost gets... Uh, yeah, he was definitely going to yeah. do it. But I would say this everything truly is like a final girl situation because they are... I think the only weapon that they have is eventually a, like a Swiss Army knife. And... They like I like you said they lose like most of their clothes. Yeah, and they have to go against two guys who are heavily armed, deranged, and have the skill to use <laughs> on this weapons. island in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere, um, amazing. And they don't like each other at first at no. all. They hate each other. <laughs> so not only do they come to reconcile with one another, the bond that they reform. They have to deal with the fact that their friend was just shot. The friend who they both Plus they loved. didn't like each other to begin with. Yeah. Like they were very distant so they had to overcome that relationship and everything. I don't know. It was just like a lot of impressive uh, overcoming of the odds. <laughs> and the final confrontation yes. is brutal and dismally realistic and then they come out of it and they just fucking great i fucking loved it it was like one of those like, i agree I really triumphant like moments triumphant movie where you were like fuck yeah they did it i don't know who i'm feeling for this one i feel like you just made like a really good argument i 
have to go Abby and Lou because in my heart they were writ like they were fully fleshed out characters. So was Doug though. I know, but I like, think yeah, I think he was pretty fleshed out. But like these were like they had this pre existing conflict. It's a little bit more than father baby. It's like way more complicated yeah, than that. But he does take out a legion of mutants who've killed yeah thousands of people. Desert mutants untold amounts of people yeah. i would say wife pretty terribly murdered yep now you have to deal with your baby all alone you have to get your baby back without dealing dying. with this guy with the huge head <sighs> talking smack to you the other guy with the huge body the guy with the huge head what a fucking idiot yeah <laughs> let me make fun of you while you're <laughs> You can move around easily. <laughs> I can see the argument, though, for Abby and Lou as well. Um, to me, it was just like such a... I don't know, I felt the same way with Dog and Beast, where they were like, yeah, you fucking yeah, killed them. Like, yeah. You did it. Good job. And I'm proud of you. And I'm so happy for you. <laughs> they this were both that way one. for me. I don't know. I'm honestly leaning towards Doug and Beast. I'm fine with that. But if you aren't, like, that's totally... No, I am fine with that. I think they are both deserving. So let's go with that. We're going with Doug and Beast. If you have not watched Black Rock, or you haven't watched it in a while, please give it a a watch, because I think you'll really enjoy it. And I feel like it was ahead of its time in 2012. Yeah. The next is an interesting one. Yes. Very interesting. Um, we've got Lori from Halloween 2018. Halloween Resurrection doesn't really count because A, I think everyone would like to pretend that movie doesn't exist. And B, um, Lori dies in it. So Refer to A. Yeah. There you go. But Lori in this one. And see, this is an interesting one in terms of like the Sydney thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because really this iteration of Laurie only has the first movie as a reference. So like you don't have her doing battle with Michael through like parts two and I feel, H2O. I feel like the loss of part two, although the establishing that it was her brother. Yeah. Anyway. I would have loved it though. Cause then, cause then it would really explain why she's so paranoid. Like he fucking stalked me to the hospital. He's beyond. And she is going against Chris from get out. Very good character. Again, up against insurmountable odds, really has to fight his way out at the end. Trick to death. Basically has to deal with that insane bitch. Rose. Her whole family. Yeah. He he could have gone against the the Grace uh Aaron combo too. Exactly. It's very similar yeah. s- stories. Intentionally tra- like designed to trap people and then convert members of their family to them. Which has got to be weird for the daughter, but it, I guess she's too fucked up to care. It's like an interesting matchup because Chris is very like reactionary like will to survive mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. whereas lori has been like planning for this forever so she was like prepared so it's yeah. like preparedness versus instinct i guess i mean and chris has even more going against everyone wants to yeah, stop oh, the definitely. crazy killer but n- like as the ending of uh get out showed like he gets to satisfactorily kill people out of revenge yeah but like even then 
like I know, but like you're rooting for it. That's what I'm saying. You're definitely rooting for it, but he also has like society against him. Is what I'm saying. Oh, gotcha. Like, yeah. The media and everything would be against him in this situation afterwards, potentially. Uh, and like explaining things to the police would be nuts. It would be. Yeah. Although I guess the brain surgery equipment in the basement would probably <laughs> prove things a little bit. Anyways, um, I, I do feel honestly in this matchup that. I am leaning more towards Chris than Laurie and Halloween 2018. Because, like, Laurie and Halloween 2018 is good. Like, she does do battle yeah. with Michael, and she wins. Her whole trap to catch him was Works. worked. But at what cost? And you know what? She had a lot of time to plan. <laughs> Chris had no time. Exactly. I'm comfortable going with Chris. Between Chris and Lori. And it's not Me that too. I don't want uh, Lori. I don't mm. think, like, it's not that I don't think she's deserving. It's just that, like, Lori just taking into account Halloween 2018, I don't think it's, like, as impressive as, no, like, of a character. Escaping Connecticut. Yeah. So, no, no, I'm cool going rest. with Chris on that one, man. Yeah. I feel good about that one. The last of the preliminaries, and we've got. Mia from Evil Dead going up against Adelaide and the Wilsons from Us. I don't know. Oh, well, no, I think I do know. But let's talk about their respective merits. Both involve doppelgangers. Yeah, that's true. That's an mm, interesting thing I didn't that I hadn't that. thought about. Um, well, you want to start with Mia? Yeah, yeah. So Mia, drug addiction. Yeah, well, she's kicking heroin as she's beating the she shit. She literally dies and comes yeah, back to life she after she's terribly possessed. And she has, she's, like, all burned. The demon, like, burns her body, cuts her body, does terrible shit to her. It's bad. She gets sexually assaulted by the woods. Oh, yeah, the woods themselves. Ugh. And um, I don't know, because at first I was like, well, doesn't her brother really... Her he does a lot, I guess, of the initial heavy lifting, mm -hmm. but she's the one that really has to take it home. Uh, and to pull your own hand off is fucking gnarly as hell. To pull it off. Yes. It wasn't cut at all. It was crushed, and she had to rip it out. And you get to kill your doppelganger. With? With a chainsaw. Down the throat. So good. Gnarly. Gnarly as hell. And... As I said before, doing all of this while detoxing off of heroin. <laughs> Probably help a little bit. Yeah. Uh, crazy. I don't know. All of her friends die. All of her family dies. And she intentionally is like, we need to leave. This is a bad place. Exactly. She knows. It smelled bad. There were dead animals in the basement amongst a book filled with murder recipes. R.I.P. Grandpa. Also in our bracket, oh, but he didn't make it very far. Grandpa, because he wasn't in it very far. It's not fair. He was too good. He didn't deserve to die. Adelaide mm -hmm. is another flawed hero, I guess. Yeah. In that she is the doppelganger. Yes, but then... She becomes the protagonist. Yes. And they really fuck up some doubles. Violently. Very The whole violently. fam as a yeah. unit is very effective. Like Gabe, mm -hmm. despite being extremely foxy, <laughs> still able to like kill 
Tim like Heidecker. he really fights with his his own double. Oh yeah, true. Pretty extremely. And his double was pretty. Uh, but so blunt. does she. Yeah. And I don't know the kids hitting each other. Well, like the daughter running yeah. over her double. The son tricks his double into burning himself. <laughs> so, but Adelaide's truly the the star, and it is her story about how mm-hmm. she gets her family through this. Basically, <laughs> she leverages her unique knowledge. I suppose it's interesting. Yeah, um, I really think I am immediately leaning towards Mia. Me too, because it's definitely more of a. Uh, I'm writing it down. Singular quest for survival versus we got to keep our family intact. So that's it for the two brackets initially. Now we're going into the semifinals, bud. The semifinals semifinals of the last one standing standings. Who will be the second to last one standing? (laughs) So the first in these semifinals, Mm -hmm. we've got Amber from Green Room. Pow, 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 going up against Dana from Cabin in the Woods. Pow, 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 pow. pow. What, what's this? <laughs> I, I like know. it, though. They it's can't good. see that. It's just you doing it. No, uh, <laughs> I like it. Okay. I was doing a hand thing, I guess, to explain it. Was it was really good. I liked it. Along with the pow, pow. <laughs> <laughs> so Amber versus Dana. Mm-hmm. Uh, Couldn't be more different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are not kidding about that. We have college girl intentionally as clean cut as can be i guess she's having sex with her professor oh that's true well you know it's like sex in the city clean cut where it's like she can have some fun like that's the thing she's surprised as anyone when she starts calling herself a virgin Mm -hmm. oh yeah that was again i think she's just like shaped into that we don't know who what she's really like Mm -hmm. yeah we only get that like brief vignette at the end we know she's enough to like say peace out to the whole world ah, to burn this whole that's corporation true. down. Anarchist. True anarchist. Uh, versus Amber, who's also a bit of an anarchist. One woman army herself. Yeah? Hmm. Let's think about this. I... Nazis are supernatural creatures. Amber fucks some people up. Dana... I also fuck some people up but in different ways like amber yeah. has to do it herself dana is sort of uh she unleashing it. things yeah. upon, which i think i said when we were talking mm-hmm. about it but yeah like she unleashes things upon people whereas amber does it herself so that's very true but i mean you can't beat style Hitting a big button and every... Ah. <laughs> I think I want Amber between these two. Can I be honest with you? I do too, and I wasn't sure... It's like a jerk reaction. Because I feel positive about it. She's tough as shit. Yeah. Go, Amber. The next matchup is interesting. Two tough ladies. Mary Beth. Mary Beth from Hatchet series mm-hmm. going up against Aaron from your next. Now, one has three plus huh films under her belt and the other one yeah again i don't really remember that much about the hatchet movies which perhaps makes me biased but i think i want aaron between these two and the reason why is yes mary beth has the uh the like quantity under but the quality is definitely aaron I feel I like Aaron's so. tougher and a better last person standing. Hell yeah. Like, and like... She's a, scary a little bit. 
She is scary. I don't know. Uh, she was definitely one where I was like, fuck yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like where it feels good to root for them. Cool. So I'm good with Aaron. Excellent. Now we move on to well, our other side. Hey, man, that's what happens once you get to the last tiers. Sydney Prescott going up against Doug and Beasts from The Hills Have Eyes 2006. Hmm. This is an interesting one. Yes. And because never in a million years would I even put these two on the same Venn diagram. Like the not, spot where they overlap is very, very Minimal. interesting spot. Um, It's right here on this sheet. <laughs> Sydney is definitely, again, she's got more experience of it. Of it. Mm-hmm. Doug and Beast protecting the family. She's trying to do that. She thinks she's doing it. And then gets backstabbed by her family. Yeah, but I feel like she's also just trying to live her life, you know? Yeah. She's trying to move on and people just keep dragging her <laughs> back into it. I will say, Sydney, though tough in those two movies, mm-hmm. um, she does require the help of Dewey and Gale. Like, I don't think she could ever do it without the help of Dewey and Gale. That's true. I think they're like a trio. They're her Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. But they're each so different and they play such a different part in the reason why they survive Mm -hmm. that unlike Doug and Beast, I don't think you could like group them together. Okay. Like the trio. Now, can I go off topic for a second? Yes. The idea of the three of them together is very interesting to me because like you said, they each have their own unique aspects. Yes. Do you think... We could visualize a Scream series as a D&D campaign where they're the three <laughs> protagonists. Maybe. Like, they're, I've done Scream RPGs online and stuff before, but I don't know. I'm so, sure you could with some effort. Gale would be the bard. Dewey <sighs> would be... I don't know anything else about... Yeah. You know. I'm and not then, sure. Yeah. This is your baby. I'm letting you run with it. No, I can't. I can't <laughs> run. Got asthma. <laughs> So, anyways, okay, put, we'll put Both a pin in there. Both very tough. Yes. Um, she does kick Ghostface in the face pretty intensely, which is good. Yes. Then Doug and Beast, as we said, both badasses really rise, pack a wallet. And they rise to the occasion. They fuck shit up. Yeah. I'm honestly leaning towards Doug and Beast. What do you think? Sounds great to me. Nice. I'm surprised as a scream head. Well, again... 2000 to 2020 if we're just taking into account part three and yeah, part that's four true. um yeah i just if the first two were also involved i would be 100 percent team sydney but because we're only looking at three and four i'm not sounds not good it. to me then the last semifinal is this a semifinal? It's a quarterfinal, I guess, right? Yeah. The next My regional division <laughs> is Chris from Get Out versus Mia from Evil Dead. Kind of another weird pairing, honestly. Chris versus Mia. Mia. Mama Mia. Who are we going to pick? Do we go with guy who survives being tricked in a trap designed specifically to catch him? Or person who was under demonic possession for most of the movie but when she regains herself i i think we need to look at like method like how did they get 
what did what was it that they did that made them survive the experience you know Mm -hmm. like what was the game plan they're both smart i mean chris is much smarter obviously but um like you said mia wanted to get out of there pretty pretty soon what does mia do yeah right from the get-go she wants to get out she grips off her hand she prevents the end of the world by killing her doppelganger demon (laughs) thing that causes blood to rain and all that shit yeah she goes through a lot Mm -hmm. chris goes through a lot again she literally dies chris does go through a lot yeah um god i don't know (laughs) this this one is really hard i feel like we're just sit sitting here in silence because i'm really thinking about this i almost feel like mia should get it because the stakes are higher and like she doesn't really have any reason to stick around she just i guess yeah okay that yeah. would be the reason why I would say. I think I think that's fine. I think yeah yeah yeah. No, I feel confident going with Maya, or Mia. Mia. Maya. But it's okay. Things are getting interesting. We're getting really down to it. Yes. To figure out the best one, who's the last one standing? Ah oh, shit! In the last twenty years. So first we have Amber versus, versus Aaron. Aaron. Oh, I don't even know anymore. Uh, both very tough. I guess Aaron is tougher. Yeah. I guess Aaron is a more traditional, like, last one standing in terms of, like, horror movies. Yes, certainly. And Aaron, I mean, yes, Amber is sort of, uh, just, like, she's a Nazi. (laughs) But she is a Nazi. Fair point. She also doesn't really dispatch as many people as uh, who she's going up against. Yeah. So, like, really, everyone who is, everyone on the uh, aggressor side who is killed is killed because of Aaron. Both have to deal with being under siege. Hell yeah. But Aaron is responsible for way more people. Yeah. I mean, granted, everyone dies. Through but no fault of her she own. also has to... Yeah, no, no, I think Aaron, and I think it's deserved. Like, I feel like Aaron is such a good flip on the last... Actually, Like, the traditional last one standing. I agree. Where, oh, yeah, she's this girl been brought alone to this place, but turns out she's the one you don't want to mess with. Who ends up killing the most. It's great, and she's, like, smart, and she's tough. Yeah, I like Aaron between these two. I do like Amber as well. I can mm-hmm. see the argument for Amber, but I really think it's Aaron. Yeah, because it's not Amber versus the world. It's Amber versus Aaron. Exactly. And Aaron's a hard waterline to benchmark <laughs> up to when you're reaching. And then in our second pair off, mm-hmm. uh, to get to the finals, we've got Doug and Beast versus Mia from Evil Dead. This one is mm. not as clean cut. Yes, I agree. And I okay. Knee jerk reaction. Yes. One, two, three. Doug, Doug and Beast. Yes. Okay. <laughs> because I would almost say they have to go through. She is possessed by a demon. Yes, she's her soul's rotting in hell for a short period of time. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. She still gets. 
to walk away. Yeah. And yeah, her brother, who she never really liked anymore, is not around anymore. But like, I mean, she's missing a hand. Uh huh. He, he's missing digits he is, too. He's missing so we're digits. Equal there. He's but missing no, his wife. I, I agree. The father of his child, as well as this entire support and he, network. He does away with way more people than Mia. Yeah, that's like, very he true. really fucking gets his daughter back and he overcomes some odds to do it so i like that i i'm very happy with him being in the finals actually yeah when you when you mentioned because the the people in the desert have been doing this to people since the 60s yeah at at least. least so he has to overcome decades of their experience in order to triumph Exactly. No, I agree with you. I think Perfect. he's a good. I think we have a very strong final two, with Aaron from Your Dex versus Doug from The Hills Have Eyes Part Two, Part with One. Feet Beast. <laughs> uh, yeah, Doug and Beast. Um, I don't know. Both again very situational, mm-hmm. but. Doug has zero training. Doug has zero training. If anything, he has anti-training because doesn't his father-in-law like make fun of him for being yeah, an like a worker? he's like a liberal cuck. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, sells yeah. cell phones. Oh, he's a cell phone salesman. Even worse. In two thousand six. Ooh. Right before Ooh. smartphones, so maybe he's a tech billionaire now. Who knows? Can you Doug. imagine? What an industry that fucking got decimated. Those fucking Motorola flip phones. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty quick, too. Yeah. I mean, like, within six years of that, mm-hmm. things were wild. It was different, different worlds, really. Aaron has had a childhood to train, although I yeah. feel like that's almost like one of the sufferings that she's had to withstand in order to train. I know I just mentioned it, but I do think the subversion of that girl in a horror movie with Aaron is good. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Me too. Because it was, it made sense why she was fighting back one and able to fight back. And I don't know if this matters. Aaron, original movie, Doug from a remake. Very true. Very true. So you sort of had a, a groundwork there with Doug, whereas with Aaron... You know, I just realized we had. This is a Fede Alvarez movie, right? Yes. So two, two against each other. Is it Fede Alvarez or is it Alexander Aja? Oh, uh, it's probably Alexander Aja, and it was Alexander Aja. We just looked it up. I also should say <laughs> I had no reason to state that with such confidence previously because I have no idea what I'm. They're both about. hard to pronounce names, like yeah. questionable. Like, am I pronouncing that correctly? I don't know who anyone is. And in both any high movie. levels of violence. Very so true. that works. So I was like, oh, were they directed by the same? So anyways. Anyway. But I never know. Aaron versus Doug. <laughs> Getting back to it. Back to things. Circling back around to the whole point of the, the episode of the podcast. I mean, I almost feel like I have a choice. Oh, do you? Do you? Uh I am undecided. Okay. That's let fine. me let's talk about it a little bit. Let me talk more, this baby. through. Aaron, very tough. She really, they both really kick a lot of ass. Mm-hmm. They both answer the call when they need to uh, in different ways. They both rise to the occasion. Both have to deal with questionable in-laws. Very true. And overcome those <laughs> in-laws in terms of longevity and 
Yeah, they're isolated by those in-laws. But I guess Doug doesn't have to kill his in-law family at all. Yeah, but I mean, you're just meeting them. (laughs) You you might as well be killing random people on the street. Both of them get some head bashings in, which is good. Yeah, that they do. I think Aaron has more head bashings, maybe. I feel like she was stuck with more per like blunt, blunt instruments. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think I might have an opinion. So if you want to say it at okay. three. One, two, three. Darren. Darren. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I'm saying that because they, he's a fucking lib cuck cell phone salesman <laughs> exactly yeah who somehow manages to rise to defeat people who are doing this their entire but then again she rises to defeat professional soldiers yes professional soldiers and uh they're both in environments that they're uncomfortable with she his is a lot of like brute force i guess like just his parent being driven by parental instinct, and he has beast, and she, I, to be honest, beast does a lot of the heavy lifting. You know that's a great um, point. <clears throat> but I mean, we did include him in our last one standings because they so, are a duo, man's best friend. Like Aaron has to be very smart. Like she sets traps for people. She, and once she knows that she's been like double crossed, she immediately is just like, "No, fuck you! I'm gonna kill you too." I'm fine with changing it to Aaron. Well, we wouldn't be changing it. You'd be... My, I'm changing mine to Aaron. I just feel like Aaron is probably the best of the last 20 years. And I'm comfortable being like, yes. you know what? Aaron from your next yeah. is like the best last girl standing from the last 20 years. Was that 2012? Uh yeah, like twenty eleven or something. I feel like it was yeah. I think it was twenty eleven. I don't know. You know what? I I'm gonna agree with you there. Gentleman's agreement. Gentleman's agreement. I agree. Because you feel confident with that? You are right, Beast does do a lot of heavy lifting. But I mean Beast is included. We said Doug and Beast. Yeah, but Beast was in his own bracket. Yeah, true. And even just looking at the numbers there, we've got a twosome going up against a onesome. Not fair. And you know uh, Aaron would kill them <laughs> very quickly. Exactly, yeah. I mean, mm. she's not going against... Whatever. I I shouldn't be arguing There's against There's no reason for them to fight each other, I guess. So No. Yeah, well, if they... Well, okay, if we drop them both into the same situation, Aaron 100% would win. Yes. Would she be more would like... Out. She would come out on top more times than, than yeah, he 100%. Okay. Aaron. Aaron. Writing her in big sharpie. I'm doing hand movements. Aaron, you're next. Taking it for the last, in our opinion, I guess. Mm -hmm. Based on this methodology. She's the, she is the last, last one standing. The last one standing. On our last, last one standing standings. She is. I feel confident with that. Me too. I feel good about that. Our, Kitten is sleeping very beautifully. Were there any big surprises for you doing this? Mm. Like things you were like, oh. Uh, I'm pleased that Amber made it far. Yeah, me too. I think she was one of the surprise ones for me. Like I I remember when we did our song ones. Mm -hmm. um, 
last year for New Year's, which was honestly one of my favorite episodes that we yeah, did, I think. me too. We should do another But anyway, I feel like I thought uh, that Tuesday Night song from Nightmare on Elm Street would be like in the finals, and it didn't even make it that far. It's weird how that... Once you have to compare them to specific other people... <laughs> or like other things like discrete known values yeah it's it it causes so many weird comparisons for sure because like we we came up on the fly with our own like this is why this person is better in this regard but oh yeah we had else no planning here yeah. and obviously different people will come up with different results so this do is this, just yeah. our opinion if you tell, want to do this yourself that's fun tell us what yours is i'm sure a million other podcasts have done something like this this year but yeah so but for the last 20 ours. years, from 2000 to 2020, we have come to the decision amongst each other that the definitely first blood, mm-hmm. best last one standing is Aaron. From your neck. Happy New Year! Yeah. <laughs> we did it! I do still want to Congratulations, try doing another bud. one of our like uh, story time. Yes. Story time episodes, but... We need to do the work of laying the groundwork, and you know how allergic to work I am. Yeah. So I apologize. No, no, no. It's cool. Um, yeah, so I guess just our social media. You can follow our Instagram at Definitely First Blood. You can email at us. At us. Email us at DefinitelyFirstBlood at gmail.com. And if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, Def, D-E-F, First Blood, yep. do the character limit. Christopher makes amazing movie posters for each film that we review, so I highly recommend that you check them out, Instagram or Twitter. And yeah, I guess there's only one thing left to do, and that's to say goodbye and just to reference last year's New Year's episode, leave with truly, it didn't win the best song, but it will forever be the best song (laughs) in our hearts. Hearts. (laughs) <laughs> I love you. Bye. Bye. Hear the rustle in the leaves. Tell us what fear was until now. Walking down the alleyway. Scuffling my feet, they say. No, just who I am